two, one. Here we go. It's time for another episode of Bonfire Sessions, episode 42. Can't believe we've made it this far in light of the recent news that everyone's going to die of coronavirus. <coughs> Here we are. Right. We may only have a couple more I don't know. episodes in us. I'm not too worried for myself, as we talked about before. I think we can power through. Unless one of us gets sick, then we have to quarantine for two weeks. So if we do miss an episode, fucking sorry, man. We're good as of right now, so I hope you are too. Uh, I mean, we can make up for it. Yeah, we'll make it up to you, unless we get really sick and end up in the hospital. Or die. You're going to have to forgive us if we die, and we can't bring you more episodes. But as of right now, we're here. And these motherfuckers are still on that roof, pounding away with their hammer or gun. So hopefully the show doesn't get disrupted by people building their houses. Most people are not standing six feet apart. I can just tell you that. We're not technically six feet apart either. No, so we don't really have a leg to stand on. That's true. We are. We don't touch, and we're uh, everything's clean. Yeah, I don't have the cough. I don't have the cough. But we'll <clears throat> see what happens. <laughs> That's from something else. Too soon? Not... Is that too soon? <laughs> Walking in a grocery store like that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be fucked up. <laughs> but hilarious. I mean, it's kind of funny. <laughs> you have to. I mean, it's not. It's not a funny situation. Man. This is the fucking whole world. Is this right now? That's what it is. It's scary when you see people start hoarding, like it's fucking crazy. When <laughs> when the shelves at the grocery store getting bare, but you yeah. don't want to be that person too. But that forces you to. Yeah, it's yeah. I guess yeah, I, I get it. Like it's not one person. There's not like one person to blame. Like like we shouldn't be hoarding, but it's like it's one of those things. Like, well, fuck it. <laughs> I want to eat too. So everyone's doing it. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I see that inclination. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, there's going to be a lot to learn from this fucking shit, dude. There's going to be a lot to learn from it. There's going to be a lot of questions for a long time, I think. Y- y- yeah. Because it's only going to happen again. Some shit like this is only going to happen again. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting blame on the Chinese government. But, you know, maybe next time, get on top of it. I mean listen to the warnings of scientists like and not just china us too like uh, i mean like a lot of places no yeah. trump is a glaring example of totally. what not to do <laughs> totally he's done some things right i guess sure right but, but, i mean but fuck like like I, I think banning travel from china and uh europe was maybe kind of smart yeah um, i mean i don't think it's gonna hurt really i mean you know i would think I would think the same thing. Like, well, fuck. If they, if I, if I really had like insight, oh, all these people in China are getting sick. Like, maybe we should shut down, shut down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he, on that, it's like, okay, that maybe that's the right decision. I mean, he, he, hard, he beats this drum of like he calls it the Chinese virus. Well, fuck. I mean, don't fucking do that, you dumbass. Like that doesn't that doesn't help anything no. at this point. Like, you know, you're only creating problems with that. So it's like you did something right, but then don't like sit there and like we fucked up too. Like, just because that's where it started, and they fucked up, I'm sure, in some degree. Like, we've been fucking up, too. So, like... I I honestly... I'm not sure if I get that one. I don't... I wouldn't put it that way, but I don't know if I would call it racist. I mean, he... It's understandable to say, well, it came from China. Yeah. So, it's the Chinese virus, and I don't... See, I don't don't think racist maybe is the right... Right, it's just phrasing. Like some people are being racist because of that. They're being enabled. Some people who are already racist, right. and then you go treat Chinese people with or Chinese American or any anyone, and who looks Asian probably, you just treat them with contempt. Well, that's that's racist. I'm not sure if Trump's being racist. I have no fucking clue. It's stupid though, because you gotta you gotta you gotta know you're gonna enable racists. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, well, why not call it the coronavirus? Right, like everybody else. Right. Let's just let's just call it what it is. <laughs> you know. So it's, it's, you know, I think he was just trying, he was trying to displace the blame. Yeah. I think it's um, more of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's more about him than about right. the virus. Right. Or you're even China. It's just about like, I need a fucking scapegoat. I need someone to blame right now so that people can't ask about test kits not being dished out like South Korea did real quick. 
for all yeah. the fuck ups they've had. It's like, okay, we, well, let's, well, we don't want to talk about that. So let's talk about China or let's talk about Europe or let's talk about all this other shit that other people are doing. Well, yeah, no, right. actually let's talk about South Korea because they fucking did everything right almost. And now it's not even a problem there. Yeah. And Taiwan did really well. I think some other places have. Yeah. So I'd be more interested in talking about them all the time. Because then it's like, okay, here's a proactive way to fucking fix this shit. Mm-hmm. Here's well, what they did. I mean, yeah. it seemed to work, so let's fucking try it. Because what we're doing from, is fucking not going to work. Yeah. They learned from SARS. Did they? We didn't. I mean, okay. I'm not familiar with that outbreak. Uh, I mean, me neither, honestly. But they learned pretty much what not to do. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's a good thing. Like, uh, just shutting down the country, pretty much. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. I think it's always, um, it's always a good idea to learn what not to do. And then you test so that you know exactly where the virus is at. Yeah. And you can make a game plan. Or... Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what we're doing. Like, it's still hard to get a test. I think it's better now. Maybe it's getting better. But it's like, well, fucking, what's the analogy? Like, the fucking robber's already in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you've, oh, you figured out where he is now? It's a little late, and you're kind of fucked. So, in that sense, um, shutting down travel from Europe was a little late, but I still think that uh, Fauci at least agreed with it. Um, well, yeah, I, I think I agree with it. Yeah, but it's just like, but you know, what the fuck's taking you, you so long? Done it sooner. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you if, see the thing is, the thing is, if you say you fucked up, it's one thing. But you double down on the fact that we're tremendous. We're doing the best of everything. It's like, no, we're objectively not. We're not objectively doing the best of everything. Is our testing the best? No, it's fucking not. Is the way we've handled it the best? No, we've been late. We've been, we might be better than some, but we're worse than others. We're not the best. That's all I'm saying. So when Trump doubles down on, on patting his back, it's like, you, you, you don't take fucking responsibility for nothing. And he, and he admits it. It's just not a human being that's being honest. Like, cause I'm sure we've all played our fucked up part. Especially for in charge of shit. I just don't like that he doesn't admit it. Because then it's like, are you just being fake, man? I can't trust nothing that you're saying. Because you're just bullshitting. Like, I heard 30 or 37% of Americans trust him. Yeah. And, like, really? That that many? <laughs> That's a lot, man. Even, like, especially since he changed his tune on Monday. Like, when he actually admitted that it was a big deal. Yeah. So, like, what are what are his supporters thinking? Uh, I don't know. A lot of them still think it's not a big deal. I think they're saying it's maybe a little more serious, but I think there's still some that are saying it's a hoax. It's nothing. Yeah. And it's like it is a it it, it is a partisan partisan thing. Yeah, it's bizarre. Uh, Republicans are less likely to follow, uh, you know, social distancing or. But it's, it is what Trump is saying now. Right? He is saying to socially distance yourselves. Yeah. Right? So, isn't... It's weird that some people still are like, eh, even though they, they support Trump. I know. I, well, I mean, there's sure got to be some sort of that. cognitive dissonance going on. Yeah. Like, I, I'm very curious. I should ask, you know, somebody I know. Because <laughs> I know people. <laughs> I know people too, man. I do. I'm very intrigued by it. Yeah, because it's like, if you look at the timeline of what Trump has said, um, it's like we've got this all but shut in, it's shut down, we've got it all like all but sealed up tight. Mm-hmm. Only one person. I mean, it's like the tone from it. It's it's just so different. And and, and he won't admit that he was like that. It'll just be like, oh, from the get go, we we're like on it. That's funny. My my wife sent me a uh, a thing that it's a timeline of. Trump's COVID nineteen statements. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. It's, it's all documented. It's, it's right there. It's, it's like the you date. Said that you can't gaslight light us like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's right there. This is the what fucking. Thinking? This is the age of social media. Everything you fucking say, and not even if you're the president. Everyone, no matter what you say, fucking come back to get you. Uh-huh. You know, so you can't. It's like fuck. Got to be on, on, but but still, people are just whatever. Uh, yeah, Trump. To eat. Some are just ride or die, man, all the way. It's crazy. As long as he's uh, against abortion, I guess. Something like that. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's a big one. I was watching this. Uh, my wife and I were watching this Kushner documentary. Oh, yeah. On Netflix. I, I heard about that one. I was like, what was it called? 
Slumlord Millionaire? Slum yeah. something? Yeah. And so, you know, if you're stuck at home, watch this shit. You got like three months, I'm guessing. <laughs> you're going to watch everything on Netflix. Might as well. you'll, you'll get to it eventually. You'll get to it eventually. You'll be like, fuck, I've watched everything else. Um, these people were living in uh, one of Kushner's almost like projects, man. They're like apartments, but he lets everything go to shit. He's managing all the shit. His company just like fucking water will leak. Roofs will fall in like, cause he's trying to push them out, price them out, renovate, and then rent it to a higher, you know, higher place or higher, right. higher, you know, tenants yeah. turn into luxury apartments and fuck these people. And, um, especially if they're locked into some fixed, fixed rental or fixed rent agreement. Then he just lets everything go to shit. And then they were interviewing one couple and they were like, yeah, we're Trump supporters. And the guy was just like, the interviewer, the documentarian was, <laughs> didn't even know what to say. He's like, but you're, wait, but Kutcher, uh, Trump, uh, but, but you, yeah, he gets things done. What, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is, this is, this is what he's getting done. It's not, I mean, it's not on Trump, but it's like Kushner's basically like Trump's the son he always wanted. They, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and they're very much the same in many ways. Yeah, Kushner kind of follows in Trump's footsteps. Yeah, for sure. and you're just like, yeah, we we support him. What? I would never support my landlord if they were like that. I'd be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Jeez, fuck him. What is this guy's deal, man? This is the guy's. He's yeah. a slumlord, man. He's a rich slumlord. He doesn't give a fuck. And he's in charge of. Uh, peace in the Middle East. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's and he knows absolutely nothing about, uh, Palestinian history or <laughs> the, the thousand year conflict in that reason, a couple thousand year conflict in that region. I, I can't remember the specifics of his ignorance, but it's pretty deep. Um, his ignorance rules deep. It's pretty, uh, glaring. And say. he's like the czar, the, uh, Middle Eastern peace czar or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's not his official title, but you know. Well, what is a czar again? I don't know. Somebody in charge of something. Uh, yeah, somebody up at the top. Task force. Okay. Like Mike Pence is in charge of the Corona task force. Just want to apologize on behalf of these people roofing this. So if the audio has clunk clunk throughout, well, fuck it. You know, we're braving the elements out here in the midst of COVID nineteen. Sacrificing. They're sacrificing for the team. For the fans. It's just, it's a weird time. Everyone's a goddamn uh, expert, too. Everyone's an infectious disease expert. They all have an MD right now on Facebook. <laughs> Everyone's got advice on something. And, I mean, you can have advice just, but... See, this is, I think this is the difference between um, intelligence and wisdom. Like, you can know a lot of shit, but the wise people have a lot more to say. That's where I'd rather be wise than necessarily know something. So, for instance, I don't need to speak about how viruses work or this and that. Yeah, I know how some of it works. My wisdom is you need to listen to these fucking experts. Like quit listening to all these. Don't, what is, what does Trump have to, what we shouldn't even care what Trump says. He's not a doctor. Yeah. Listen to the fucking experts. Listen to Fauci. Yeah. Listen to, you know, like why are we listening to, why do we even give a shit what Trump says about it? He doesn't, we shouldn't expect him to know anything about it. No. Wisdom says, here's the experts. Listen to them. This is how we end something like this. So it's not about your opinion. Why everyone's going on Facebook with an opinion? It's like, no, fuck your opinion. Why? Why do we care what someone's opinion is? Yeah, that's not your expertise. Just like you wouldn't, you wouldn't care my opinion on how to run, how to fix your car. <laughs> you don't fucking listen to me. But practically, it's working out okay. Uh, I mean, govern uh, governors, you know, they're um, kind of stepping up to the plate and making decisions that, you know, Trump frankly should be making but um yeah that's good and i mean good information is out there like i i mean yeah i'm glad that Fauci is there uh, yeah yeah I he mean, seems nobody, to be a voice of reason yeah. in this administration whatever it is yeah uh yeah right yeah he's like the beacon of light compared to quote-unquote administration yeah it's 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 really it's really bizarre but yeah, you know, I still, I'm, I'm doubling down that this shit will, like, like Trump likes to talk about, it'll just flow through, it'll flow through all this shit, like, like a wave, like the ocean. That's true. Whatever, whatever the analogy is. Yep. By August and September, this shit will start calming down really okay. 
some of the stimulus that he puts in will probably boost the economy a little bit. The stock market will tip up a little bit. And you mark my words, he will be reelected. I would be shocked if he didn't get reelected. I would too, if I'm honest. Yeah, that's fucked up, dude. This that's fucked up. I want to know why. Why does this happen? <laughs> and I'm just, I, I want to be wrong. Like I don't want. I don't. Trump is not fit to whatever I think about Biden. And it looks like Biden's going to be the Democratic nominee. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Trump is so unfit to pretty much do anything that I would trust him in any capacity. Like I just don't trust people like that. And 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 it, I think if you're wise, you'd see that. And you'd be like, this guy's unfit for most every job. I don't. I don't know. Um, he was good at what he actually did. He was a good salesman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Salesman. There you go. He could be a salesman. But hopefully, some selling. See, some selling something benign. Sell yeah. faucets at Home Depot. You could sell sell a tit, shit ton of them. A tit shun of them. A tit shun. That's a good one. I want to say that. A tit shun of them. Um. So yeah, maybe salesman. But okay. But most jobs, definitely president. Not fit. Not to fit to be president. No. And. The weird phenomenon is I, I'd be surprised if he's not reelected, man. I honestly would be surprised. Somehow, people are saying his presidency is over. I don't believe it. I don't believe it for one damn second, man. I don't. Believe it when I see it. So it's just, it's it's weird. I want to I wanna know more psychologically about that. That shit seems to happen. <laughs> it's like when someone gets impeached, their numbers go, numbers go up. You know what I mean? <laughs> You got the coronavirus, motherfucker. No, no. Like I said, it's something else. It's something, it's something else. else. Is it the cannavirus? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Can of nineteen. <laughs> Can of four twenty. Um, that's just, a little too unnecessary. Uh, too much. Not subtle enough. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like we're. It's like you know. It's like I. I was thinking about this today. It's not like a pandemic movie or some sort of apocalyptic movie. It's like, it's like, you know how <laughs> these apocalyptic movies came out, like one would come in the theater and one would come in the straight to TV. Yeah. It was like, what was that volcano movie? Dante's Peak. And then the other one. Yeah. What uh, was that movie? Uh, Dante's Peak was the main one, right? Like the big time uh, um, in theater movie that was like a blockbuster. Yeah, and I then know. the B there was the B movie. There was the yeah. B movie that came out the same time, like, and it went straight to fucking ABC or CBS. That's that's what this script is like. This is like an like, a, a pandemic movie. It's like Outbreak came out, and then this one came out, and the script's kind of bad, <laughs> and the characters are not developed, and fucking it doesn't make sense. Yeah, everyone's yeah. getting these. They were coughing and oh, people were dying. So they brought toilet paper. What? <laughs> there was a raid on the toilet paper all throughout the country. It didn't make sense. Yeah. They thought they were gonna they thought they were gonna shit everywhere, but no one shit. And they just bought a bunch of toilet paper. And it's just bizarre. Like the script makes no sense. I I wasn't able to buy the brand of uh, paper towels that I usually buy. Paper towels are out too. Yep. <laughs> It's just everything's weird. Man. Everything's weird. And no one cared until a basketball player got sick. And then he wiped all the microphones and stormed off. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is the stupidest script. He literally did that. That first basketball player, he's on the jazz. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, if this was a movie, man, this would, this would not be believable. It would not be believable. I feel like the scripts of pandemic movies probably make more sense or zombie movies, zombie apocalypse movies make more sense than fucking than what's going on right now. It's just it's weird. Sorry to say it, but yeah, truth is stranger than fiction. It is strange. <laughs> it is, dude. It totally is. You cannot make the script up, and if you did, straight to TV, man. Not even in the big screen. Straight to fucking TV on some obscure channel like FX. Because it's so unrealistic. Right. It's like <laughs> what the fuck is happening, man. <laughs> these dudes were eating a bat <laughs> and they got this virus You're like a bat really fucking a bat and it was it was just like all the other viruses that they got when they got and instead of giving you the cold gave you the cold but then some people got fucked up by the cold you're like they got pneumonia and no one cared and then they did care real quick and how did it start in the united states 
a bunch of really old people in a care facility got it. <laughs> this is the weirdest story. To you could not pitch that to any major production company. I guarantee it. You couldn't pitch that. I don't know that I would watch it, frankly. I wouldn't either, man. But the fact that it's real life, we have to watch it. Yeah. We have to. And it's fucking nutty, dude. It's nutty. You're living it. It's, it's like, wow. Wow. This is actually happening. And it makes no fucking <laughs> sense, dude. That's why you're right, man. I think you're right. When we die, we wake up into the higher reality and we're like, what the fuck was that? I swear to God, that was real. You're like, well, it kind of was. And you're like, yeah, but now I know. <sighs> My blood pressure is not up anymore. I can take it. <sighs> and you're like, okay. It's, it wasn't really real, though. But it was so fucking real. And it was so fucked up, bro. And you're like, yeah, I remember that. It didn't make sense at the time. And now it really doesn't make sense. But you're like, what was that? I, I hope that's the case. I it's got to be. And I, yeah, I kind of feel it in my bones that that's the way it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, listening to, and this was comforting on the, on the Heretic Happy Hour. Uh, we will have guests, Andre Rabe and Marianne Rabe, uh, coming out soon, shortly, uh, in a couple episodes after this Bonfire Sessions oh, releases. Cool. And, uh, God, I love them. And um, if you haven't heard their story, I know you've heard their story, like when they were cycling through Europe, yeah. like fucking Marianne got uh, stung by a wasp or a hornet. <laughs> she tells the story, man, and she, fuck, she fucking died. Like she would live, like her experience was that she was not on this plane anymore, like on this fucking whatever we call this life. She was not fucking there. And she woke up or fell asleep, if you want to reverse it. She woke up to back to this reality and like she's hearing like, don't go, blah, 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 blah. And like the cashier and fucking Andre's coming back with some antihistamines and they're rushing her. She was going into anaphylactic shock and all this shit. <clears throat> and on the other side, it was much more real and much more light and luminous. And yeah. people were already there. Like when she, <laughs> she comes back to this, <laughs> this reality and like Andre, her husband was like, <coughs> You know, talking about how I didn't want to lose her and she's here and this and that. And she was like, well, you were already there. Like, you're already, That's like, you the, were in that reality on the other side, quote unquote. And it was much more real and like, and it doesn't, and it, and it actually illuminates this existence in spite of all this crazy shit that goes on. That illuminated this rather than this illuminated that. Like, we don't, we don't like look to the, the afterlife or whatever, that reality, that beautiful bliss, like, illuminates this life that we have here and we just see gratitude in life and all this beauty and i was like oh that was comforting in the midst of all this bullshit yeah yeah that that was the most interesting and compelling part to me that he was already already there mm. but I, I never really thought of you know what all of life working like that uh i mean you know, like before i heard that story i always just kind of assumed that how how it worked was you had to it was more chronological. Like, oh yeah, if I died first, then you wouldn't be there when I first. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, way around, motherfucker. What's he doing? You're like, oh, you died. Hey, welcome. We're already, we're already all there. Whatever there is. So it is more like a dream. Like this life becomes more of a dream. It's real and it's beneficial. Yeah, thank you. That's why. Yeah, that's why I think of this reality as quote unquote lesser. Or yeah. not as solid. Yeah, yeah. Just like our dreams are not as solid. When we wake up to them, we realize, yeah. oh, that was a dream. It seemed real. Fuck. No, I you're think like, oh, the, I can definitely tell that was a dream. I think that's the perfect <clears throat> analogy. Though. Yeah, it really is, I think. Because when you're in a dream and you really are like, this is real. But when you wake up, then you're like, oh, I can see and I can start to see the patterns of why it's fake. And it's obvious that you're awake and... Yeah. You know, that you woke up yeah. from a dream. And I say, oh, no wonder I couldn't. Because I've had all these dreams where I'm really trying to accomplish this mundane task in the midst of a serious issue. Like tying your shoelaces. Yeah, like something like that in the midst of a pandemic. And I'm like, and I'll be like on my phone calculating something and I couldn't couldn't punch, num punch the numbers in. Yeah. yeah like yeah. doing stupid shit. I'm like, and I'm trying to add and I keep hitting it. I swear to God, I hit a four, but it like punches in an eight. And I'm just doing this mundane thing. I can't fucking do it. But in the midst of chaos, like there's fucking yeah. crazy shit going, but I don't care about it because I'm just like, well, what's this fucking number? And so it'll be like people running away from something 
fucking I'm trying to get away. There's some sort of existential threat in this dream. <laughs> I'm trying to like calculate something on my fucking phone. And and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Because every time I have these dreams, like there's something stupid that I can't do. And okay, so I know it's a dream. I think when we wake up, die or whatever, and that's our waking up, we're going to look back on this and go, oh, no wonder it was like that. I'm not really like that. It's just in that in that state, I was. I couldn't accomplish this. No, like that. You know, why, why couldn't I get over this addiction? Yeah. Whatever that analogy is for, what, why couldn't I do that? I was like, oh, well, it makes sense. I was in a dream. Like, that's how dreams are. I'm always trying to tie my shoelaces. Really? I've yeah. heard that's a, that's a, that's one of the common ones. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Not adding, not being able to spell. Not being, being able to read. Mm-hmm. Not being able to read. Yeah. All these different clues. There's a part of our brain that. And I wish, I wish I could get uh, more conscious of that because I, I've always loved the idea of uh, lucid dreaming. Right. Right. I think that's mm-hmm. a very diligent practice, though. You're right. You have to. You know, you have to train yourself throughout the day to keep asking, okay, is this real? Am I awake right now? Like, just getting yourself in the habit of asking. Yes. Uh, are you awake or are yeah, you sleeping? You, yeah, you, like, touch this shit. And you're like, I'm awake. I'm awake. And you I feel what it's like. And you go to sleep. You have to go to sleep a certain way. Yeah. I've gotten close, dude. But I get too excited. Or I get too, like, when you fucking pop up real quick. Have you uh, ever actually had one of, like... Decent length. Um, I've had things that are more lucid, but not the to uh, to the degree that some people explain them. Like they are like sitting there in like some sort of VR simulation, like a video game, and they're like, "I can do all these things," and recognize that you can make all these choices, and you're like you're way more conscious. I've been more like it's very vivid and real, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm you more know. of watching the. Th- I'm watching a movie rather okay. than playing a video game. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. that, um, yeah, perfect sense. Uh, I, yeah. I think I've, I've either had one or two. Yeah. Um, I, I realized that I was, uh, dreaming. I don't know what the trigger was, but yeah. I knew that I was dreaming. And, um, it was typically like, uh, more vivid, but definitely dreamlike. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, trying to fly around. Were you trying to fly? Yeah. And I could. I feel, and I feel it that's was, pretty and common. It was really awesome. Yeah, I mean. I've no, I, I don't have much flying. I'm always in a fucking car or like a bike or like a weird. You're not in the right place. Not <laughs> in the right place. No. I've been close to, I feel like uh, I've read some things or watched some things. I don't remember. Where you almost feel like you're falling. When you're falling asleep, like you're you're conscious, but you you can't move. Like you're, and you're like kind of free falling. Mm-hmm. And you can still recognize, there's like a very small window where you can recognize what's happening and like calm down and then allow yourself to fall into that sleep where then you're pretty, it's almost like falling into a video game. (laughs) Most people like, I've been to that place and then I, that, that jolts me up. And then the minute I wake up, very brief. Yeah. I go, Oh fuck. That was what they were describing. I've had that happen like mm, three, four, five times. Yeah. And every fucking time, man. But I think it's like, you know, it's like learning piano. Like, you just keep going and keep going and keep going, and then you realize you're good. Like, or any instrument. I mean, we yeah, wouldn't, we wouldn't never... practice it for an hour. We wouldn't practice guitar for an hour, let's say, and expect to be proficient at it. So, in the same way, we wouldn't expect to just happen to play a beautiful song. We wouldn't happen to fall into some lucid dream without practicing. Unfortunately. Because I, I can never seem to get my act together. Like, yeah. whenever I think of it, I think, yeah, I really want to have a lucid dream, but I just never yeah. practice. Yeah, it's it's like 5.30 right now. I think of it right now, but then I forget about it by 8.39 when you should be, like, working on that. Maybe just set, like, timers on your phone. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I think, oh, at 6.30, right. I need to touch this and say, I am awake right now. Do that every hour for every day yeah. for like two months straight. <laughs> but if you did, maybe, maybe I, yeah, maybe I should try to do that. I'll do that instead of drinking alcohol. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, really? but I bet you have to be sober too. I bet. 
No. I bet there's a correlation. I bet it's more likely. Probably. Uh, that's probably a reasonable assumption. It's just a, yeah, just an assumption. This isn't a peer-reviewed study, people. I'm not like one of those Facebook doctors who know how to diagnose coronavirus. Uh, you know what? Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. You know what? Uh, you know Geraldo Rivera. Oh right! If you can hold your breath for ten seconds, then you don't have the coronavirus. Yeah, my wife, who uh, happens to help assist in bronchoscopies, which are sticking cameras in people's lungs and looking mm-hmm. at them and diagnosing people and doing all that, she doesn't. She's not a doctor, so she doesn't do the diagnosis. But I showed her that. She thought that was funny. <laughs> like people are so stupid. If you can hold your breath for ten seconds, you don't have coronavirus. Well. A dummy, you can have coronavirus for four days without having any symptoms whatsoever. So uh, I'm, I do social work and write books and podcast and rap. <laughs> I'm not a medical professional, mm-hmm. but I know that. What the fuck are you going on TV telling people this shit for, man? My wife thought that was funny, but also like pathetic. Like, come on. I guess it has a certain logic to to it. Like it, oh, yeah, the sure. virus does affect the lungs. So, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. There's some sort of... I get why you're saying that. But, Jesus Christ. (laughs) People just say the dumbest thing. But everyone's an expert right now, man. It's funny, even doctors say dumb stuff. Like Ben Carson. He was saying how coronavirus is like a virus, so it acts like a virus. Like, you're a doctor, you should realize, like, okay, in one way, sure, but in another way, like, all viruses are different. A lot, I mean, and they behave differently. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you can classify it as a virus. You're not, but you're not saying anything. You're not being helpful at this point. You're a doctor. No, it's like yeah, viruses act like viruses. (laughs) Sure. Uh huh. (laughs) Great. Now tell us something important, because what you're saying means nothing. Because viruses are very different. Measles is very different. If this was measles, like we would be fucked. And some new measles. Yeah. Like measles was like thirty times even more contagious than this. Like we're 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 kind of fucked in any in one way, but we'd be fucked fucked if this was something like measles. I you know like someone coughs and yeah. the measles virus attaches to dust, so it suspends in the air for like fucking a day or two or three. Like it's just suspended mm-hmm. in air. Like you could fucking walk in hours later and walk through someone's measles cloud. <laughs> like that will fuck you up, dude. I didn't read it, but I I saw an article that said uh, the coronavirus can survive in the air for a day. Yeah, I've seen those sort of things. I think measles is days. days. But I, in the air, I don't know a day. I think that's way too early to tell. Because they're only saying like on cardboard it's a day. Yeah. So it's like three days on hard surface, one day on on cardboard. And or paper fabric, so I doubt in the air it's suspended for a day. Nothing, no, unless it attaches to dust, which it doesn't. Droplets will fall it, within a, I mean, way before a day. I think it's a couple hours. But so people just say a lot of things, man. People say a lot of shit. Most of, most of it's not founded. They want to seem important. People just yes. want to feel important. It's true, but it's important that everybody gets the right information. So yeah. it's more important that you be quiet for the most part. <clears throat> just stay in your lane to some degree. Like if you, if you know a lot of shit about something, you can speak up or if you, you know, if you're wise, if you know how to discern information, like point people in the right direction. I don't know. I've always laughed about <clears throat> people who all of a sudden care about theology. When I start talking about theology or philosophy, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know you don't give a shit about this stuff. So why are you giving me your opinion? You think I care? <clears throat> Corona firing up. You think I care about your opinion? Like I don't know. You don't even read books, man. Fuck you. What fuck you talking about? Probably doesn't care that you don't care. No. It's a vicious and cycle. It's a vicious cycle, and here we are, not caring that the the other person doesn't care, <laughs> and none of us care about each other. So this whole social distancing stuff should be pretty easy. Yeah. Should be real easy. It's easy for me, man. No, it's not easy for me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. What? Uh, like, I still got to work. I have to do shit. Oh. Which is kind of scary. I don't like it. I don't want to get this virus, man. No. I'm, I'm, 
I'm really, it's, it's weird to watch people. Like some people don't give a fuck. And then some people like masked up, gloved up. <laughs> it's weird to watch the spectrum of people. <laughs> uh, yeah. John Oliver said, you want to be somewhere between those two extremes? Yep. That's a good well, point. You want to care about it a bit. You don't want to be negligent, but you also don't want to be stupid and drink bleach. I've drank a little. It's pretty good. It helps out. Oh, I feel like I, yeah, I feel like you know, I don't have the coronavirus right now. No, I didn't fucking drink bleach. <laughs> Do you think anyone actually did? Yeah. Really? <clears throat> Otherwise, yeah, people it wouldn't be a thing. People wouldn't. Be I guess so. I think I think if you can think of it, people have done it. That's probably true. I I bet the first person that put it on the internet didn't drink it. He was probably wondering how stupid people were. The first person yeah. to do it was probably somebody that read that. Some troll. <laughs> Some troll. Yeah. Someone trolled him, and they did it, and the rest is history. Now you're a meme. Yeah, I, I don't fucking know, man. We are we are the fucking weirdest species, dude. Because I think we can analyze each other. <laughs> That's what makes us weird. Because we're we're in one way we're very much like along the evolutionary line of other dumb fucking animals. <laughs> Stevie Angel is just fucking dumb, and we're the ones who can recognize how we're all just fucking dumb animals. <laughs> yeah, because we're able to conceptualize. <clears throat> right. We're we have the idea that you know somebody can be an idiot. You have the idea, the concept of right uh, idiocy. Yeah. Like a monkey, for as smart as they are, cannot or a, uh, an ape, uh, gorilla, anything like that, chimp. For as smart as they are, you can look at them and be like, "This, this thing's that's pretty. This is an, a unique sort of species compared to some of the other ones." Like, oh, but they can't. They can't sit there and say, "Yo, Mike, look at this fucking virus, man, taking us out." Like, look at what's mm-hmm. going to do to the economy. Like, no, look we, at how they're behaving. Look at all the toilet paper. Look at this. The other a chimp's not gonna be like. Look at all. They're grabbing all the leaves, man. They're storing them up. The fuck's he doing? Why is he doing that shit? They can't do that. They can't look at how dumb they are. They can't self-analyze. No, I, we we recognize correctly that you know, we're on a different level of consciousness. Yeah, but we're all kind of similar too, because <laughs> like, oh my god, we're just we're apes still an animal. We're, we're still, still an animal, man. We still have animal impulses. Yeah. And they're not always rational. They don't make sense. You're just like, fucking hey, look at this thing. And it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting experience we're having <laughs> as human beings, man. It's, I don't think it's like any species we've come in contact with, but I bet the universe is some like Star Wars type shit. There's a bunch of crazy, crazy humanoid things out there. There's like a Chewbacca looking motherfucker, you know? Mm-hmm. There's those things that play in the cantina. There's those looking things. There's a job of the hut out there. Well, I think ma- mathematically that has to be the case. Maybe, yeah. Might be true, man. I mean, yeah. Infinite universe. I mean, I wonder what doesn't the- that have to happen? Or- well, if it's infinite, yeah. All these scenarios, like the multiverse theory and all that kind of shit. <clears throat> yeah, every, 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 it's infinite. So, yeah. Like, everything's butterfly effect. So, every, like unique experiences like there's all these different experiences that have happened all these different scenarios that have played out infinitely so there's a you looking motherfucker who (laughs) who said yes when this you said no and all these crazy trajectories man infinitely i don't know man it's mind-blowing that's why i'm so quiet yeah it is mind-blowing man this is a wide, wide world. It's a mad, mad world. I don't know. I really don't know. Sometimes I don't know what the point of all this shit is. It's crazy. It's got to be a point of something. Got to be some some reason we're doing this shit. Probably to, I mean, learn something. I guess. Something to learn. It's always important. Learning's good. But sometimes I'm like, man, who the fuck knows? We'll get through it. Uh, yeah, in one way or another. Or, or, way or another. You, you might die, and that's the way that you get through it. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. No, either way, uh, life will continue. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what we notice in the world, man. When something dies, it like falls over and something grows on it. Mm-hmm. Keeps going. Doesn't give a shit. Life is life is cool like that. In one way, that's cool, man. Like uh, Chernobyl. Those Have you ever seen pictures of Chernobyl now with all the plant life growing over it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. In like a dark, eerie way. Like, yeah. There's like a haunting beauty in it. You're like, fuck. But that's cool. So, life always finds a way. So, if I go in the ground, maybe I'll turn myself into a tree. You ever seen those... uh <laughs> Those caskets that are like tree pods, they like plant you and a tree grows from you as you rot and decompose. Oh, no, I, I, I've never seen that, but I like it. And I like it too. <laughs> it's fucking cool. <laughs> Has a certain beauty to it. Yeah, I'd rather do that. I mean, I, yeah, it's like if you don't do that, it feels like you're being so selfish. Now. A little bit, yeah. Why don't you think about it? It's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like you're put, you're put into a tree pod. And we're standing around your gravesite, and you're just a tree pod. But then, uh, if you think like ten years later, and you're like, "Oh, this fucking tree is really growing," now it would suck if the tree sprouted out and died again. <laughs> <laughs> that may not be a good sign for your soul. Because <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Oh, he went. To we hell. planted Matthew five years ago, and here was his tree, which has now subsequently died. <laughs> so you're probably in hell. So you're probably in hell. Or you get turned into a piss tree. I wouldn't mind being turned into a piss tree. If people are podcasting, they got to mm-hmm. take a piss. And they piss on you every Wednesday. I mean, as much as I loved our previous piss tree, I would be honored. I, yeah, to take his place. <laughs> it depends on who's pissing on me. If I was a tree out behind the White House and Donald Trump was pissing on me, I don't know if I'd like that as much, but whatever. Get over myself, right? Mm-hmm. Just bear the brunt of someone's piss. Well... In an infinite universe that has happened. Apparently that's happened. So, so sorry. There you go. Oh man. Well, shit. I got nothing else to say. I feel like every conversation with everyone is about coronavirus. It's hard to keep talking about it, but there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of pervades my whole con, my whole, yeah, consciousness right now. It's just, it's always in the background. Yeah. I feel like I've been pretty calm regarding that. So I wonder what that is. I feel like I'm more, I have more anxiety when shit's going smoothly sometimes. Mm. I got nothing to do, nothing to think about. So I'm just thinking. Things are a little too quiet. Yeah. And then I get, I, I'm the one who creates like scenarios that don't exist and I get anxious about it. I feel like that's what a lot of anxiety is. But then when there's shit like this, everyone's freaking out and I'm just like, oh, this is interesting. Something else. Like, yeah. I feel like a certain calm, almost like... I I feel <sighs> the same thing, like... Isn't it weird? I don't... It's like, oh, this is... this. Is, no, this is interesting. This is something to do. Like, like my goal now is to survive the coronavirus. My life has a purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird like that. Like, I'm it's still... I'm, like I'm still worried, but it's like a different... It's like a relief from just, like, general anxiety. I'm like... Yeah. Oh, okay. And I feel like I do better in those situations. Like I take care of things. I'm smart. Like I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like fucking, fucking animal in the forest. Like, yeah, you're on it. I'm on it. But like, no, I'm not a dick about it. I'm like the super woke monkey <laughs> running through the woods, like trying to help people, but trying to be pragmatic and like, still, I'm on it. I'm not getting this thing. We're gonna survive. We're gonna do this. It's gonna be good not worried about shit not letting my mind wander and ponder what the future's like I'm just like in the moment present so even though you're present in like some kind of shitty situation like at least you're present which I think is healthy it's like personally healthy for me I mean yeah the more in the moment that you are I mean that is I mean honestly I think it's what ultimately points me to universalism because when you're in the moment you notice just how joyful and you know, you recognize that everything is connected by love and all mm. that hippie stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think it's very real. Mm-hmm. And I mean, intellectually, I know that uh, the here and now is all that you really have. Yeah. So so even if it's kind of shitty, it's, it's a good place to be. It's not bad. <laughs> Experientially, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting to notice about, you know. I mean, it's part, I think it's part of a awakening. Like, okay, well, I just gotta, we all just gotta have a different way of living. 
We've just been all too, I don't know, just puts everything in perspective. Maybe that's, maybe that's something good to learn for all of us. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Or we can just all fucking kill each other and <laughs> it's going to get crazy. Hopefully we'll all learn to, like when we're on the other side, when we get through the coronavirus, we'll, we'll cherish the times of peace. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, um, not take them for granted and we'll do everything that we can to keep the peace. To keep peace. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, I have this grand hope that I was thinking about it today that like all the wars that we have, which are just us, like, doesn't this put into perspective, like, we don't, we, we don't need to spend our time fighting wars with each other because there's enough shit out there that could just wipe us out and be like, okay, what was the point of that? Did you learn anything? Like, we could all die from this fucking pandemic, or a pandemic like this. And you're like, well, let's just, we wouldn't have this kind of shit if we all cooperated all the time together. It's pretty obvious. You know, like, yeah, some bad things are going to happen every now and then, but with cooperation and diligence and working together, like, nothing crazy would happen like this, that we, that, because a lot of it's due to our own stupidity, our own this and that systems breaking down because we're all fucking always mad at each other and always, you know, so maybe there's a perspective there for us to learn. There's, there's no reason why we couldn't do that. Like <laughs> you could like when the doctors in Wuhan, you know, noticed that something was up, you know, they could have, they could have put the word out and the government could have put an instant lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it wouldn't gone out of that circle theoretically. I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, the lesson would be listen to, <laughs> listen to experts. Um, totally. Well, and then we would all listen to experts, and they would be listening to experts. And but before this even started, we would be listening to experts. Um, you know, infectious disease people saying, "Oh, you need you need all this stuff in like storage. You need to have all this stuff, ventilators and things for pandemics." And it's like, well, then we have to reevaluate how we do medicine. We have all this greed and for profit bullshit. Yeah. So then we have systems that break down because of that. We have billionaires six hundred times over. Like, there's all that money. Like, how do we live as a society? We must live as a society that if people lose their job because of something that happens, it's okay. They can work from home. They have stockpiles of money because we're all being healthy and living healthily. And I don't just mean health-wise, like economically with each other. Mm-hmm. We're all helping each other. There's cooperation. But yeah. all the greed and all the shit, it's like, now what do people do? They choose safety or they choose having their job. They choose... Do we choose to keep kids in school or do we not keep them in school? Because if we send them home, then people aren't going to be able to work and then people are going to lose their jobs and all this shit. And it's like, if we had a more health, healthy economy, then this shit would never break down. Healthy structures. But it's all it all comes down to greed, man. It all comes down to competition rather than cooperation. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. This might yeah, be a reevaluation sure. where we have to think about this shit, man. Or just more basically... Uh we stop eating wild animals. Like That's a good bats. one too. We gotta stop doing that, man. <laughs> then, uh, then you, these situations might not even, yeah, come into existence. Yeah, but if not bats, we have you know everyone's got these practices. How do we how do we have cleaner animal practices? How do we have cleaner food practices? Yeah, just wash your hands more. <clears throat> yeah, how like do that. we you know. We should get more proactive about the flu. Everyone's like, "Oh, the flu is much worse." Okay, then if it's the, then if it's much worse, which is not, but if it is, okay, well let's get make let's make that better too. This is a time to reflect and say, "Well, how do we make all these things better?" We shouldn't be okay with a hundred people dying of something all of a sudden. Yeah, when like, you're talking about death, any number is yeah too big. Let's fix systems better and cooperate more where people don't die because of medication problems or equipment problems or you know bad science or whatever. No. Jesus. <laughs> We're humans, after all. We should be able to figure this shit out. It's like, yeah, but y'all monkeys, too. Damn. Yep. Thanks for the reminder. Watch the stupid shits we are. Hopefully we have a show in the next two weeks, see? Chances are good. Chances are, yeah. I don't think it's going to be complete lockdown. I think we'll be able to drive your house. We don't have to go to a restaurant or a bar. <laughs> we can do it out here. It's pretty safe. It's as safe as any other thing we're doing so hopefully we'll be out there again 
for episode 43. And I think we'll still be talking somehow about the updates in the coronavirus. I don't, it's hard to do a show like this where we talk about anything else. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, nobody's talking about anything else. No, no one cares about anything else right now. You know, maybe as things slow down and we're still on lockdown just in case, like, <laughs> and we're just at home for like the next two months and by month two might have some, might want to start broadening your interests. And <laughs> But right now, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And by the time, it's, it's so fast, too. By the time we have our next show, there's going to be a lot of crazy shit to talk about. Be a bunch of, in two weeks? I, I mean, it's happening. It's a daily thing. Every daily, hourly, fucking. It's, it's, it's very fascinating. I will say, I'm starting to sink in this mud. We finally got some rain. So uh, hopefully it's not raining next week. But if it is, well, hopefully it is raining. We'll find a day it's not. We'll be out there again for you people. Yeah bringing you coronavirus news <laughs> on the bonfire session station news and opinions. news and opinions mainly opinions <laughs> so don't fucking listen to us we're not experts go listen to experts man so uh yeah we'll see you out there on the next episode love y'all don't be a dick wash your hands don't don't you know don't enc- don't encroach on other people's space like even if you don't like the six foot rule of social distancing like fucking do it man because other people are going to freak out. So don't don't be a dick and, like, you know, let them be at ease. You don't know how people are going to act. Yeah, it's not about you. It's not about you. All of Most of life's not about you, man. Like, go be there for other people, man. Fuck it. So, peace and love. See you next time.